T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for a national look inside the NFL with a guy who still has KC Barbecue running through his veins. I babied a pork butt. He left in 07, but due to a technicality found in his contract, he's back as our NFL insider. I am broken! He brought you the cover three, his one big thing, a whiz wagon, a weather robot, and he loves ribs. He sucked the meat right off the bone. Live from New York City, it's the captain of the mothership. His mother named him Damon, but we call him D.A. It is D.A. of CBS Sports Radio, our 610 Sports Radio alum. D.A., I wish you were here. There's another parade in downtown Kansas City. Dude, I mean, since I've left, you guys have had three championship parades in Kansas City. I remember the time where the Royals lost 100 games every year and the Chiefs couldn't win a playoff game. This is unbelievable. Well, I think the we whiz- found the common denominator, too. <laughs> I think the, so. The whiz, wagon was so. About the, only, the whiz Wagon was about the only parade. I don't even know if the T-Bones won anything when I was there. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it really has turned on a dime. And DA started in Kansas City in 2003, same time Josh did, two of the original members of this wonderful radio station, and when you left, they were still not winning games and having parades and doing all that kind of stuff. D.A., from afar, what's it like looking at Kansas City right now? What's the national view of what we got going on here? Well, I mean, number one, the biggest national takeaway is how long is this going to go for? Because the Chiefs are the preeminent franchise in football. They've got the best quarterback in football in his prime. They've got the best offensive mind in the game, and it feels like there's no end right now. If they could lose Tyreek Hill last year and the offense can get a game farther and win a Super Bowl, and they can do it with guys like MVS and Juju and Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney on a dime, then what can't they accomplish? And, I mean, I think just the the larger view is, they're what the Patriots were until further notice. They're the team that every single year you pencil into at least the AFC championship game and you say, can we beat them? Because if we can't, then we can't win a Super Bowl. That's the big view. For me locally, I feel just so gratified and and thankful for all of the fans that I knew and, and grew close to over the course of my time in Kansas City that were so pained Every time that it was a, it was another loss to the to the Broncos or another playoff fizzle or another debacle at the end of the game. I mean, of course, I know B Dub and Kling personally for so long, but 
for all of those listeners and Chiefs fans that came out to all of our remotes. You know, I did the players show with Dante Hall. I did the players show with Kendrell Bell. Yeah, you did. Show up hours before to get a to get a front row seat to talk about you know whether a, a, a six win Chiefs team could win on Sunday. I just feel so good for. I, I just think it's a thrill, and I've converted my whole family. We were all pumping our fists. My wife, my dad, my mom watching the sun watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, I'm just thrilled for you guys. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. You know, Da, you, you give me a little bit of goosebumps when you mention converting your whole family because my whole family's converted now as well my mother and father you know living in jersey giant fans all whole life they they could care less about that now it's all about the chiefs my mother says i watch these other games and they're boring i want to see patrick mahomes like the effect that they've had on converting lifelong fans of other organizations and the fans of them all over the country is remarkable you don't see that with a lot of teams and i think one of the biggest reasons why Number one, they are fun to watch, but they're so freaking likable, too. It's both of those things. And when you win a lot and you have a star like Patrick Mahomes, you're always in the games that everybody else watches. If you don't watch football regularly, you know, you're not watching games of the Raiders or the Jaguars or the Vikings. But if you watch just the playoffs and the Super Bowl, these are the teams you grow to love. And I just think at the end of this decade, the Chiefs of the 2020s will have the effect that the Cowboys, the 70s, the Steelers, the 70s, the Cowboys, the 90s, the Niners of the 80s, where you go anywhere in the country and there's those fans. I think that will happen with this team. And, you know, I just I remember going out to Arrowhead all those Sundays and getting out there at like nine in the morning. And there's already a line of RVs and a line of cars, the, the tailgate smoke going and the barbecues going. And I just said, this is one of the great sports experiences ever, and these people haven't seen a playoff win in 30 years. So the fact that, you know, now it's getting delivered, that loyalty with Super Bowl championships, multiple, is just, I just think it's the coolest thing. DA of CBS Sports Radio joins us here on 610 Sports Radio. Of course, 610 Sports alum. The amazing part, DA, it wasn't just a few years ago, you'd open up the pro football reference uh, playoff history page. And it oh. never it never jived with what the what we perceived to kind of be the Chiefs as a franchise. You're like, this is one of the respected franchise. They have a great fan base, and it, it it never lined up. Now you look at it, and Patrick Mahomes has 11 playoff wins now, and the franchise has 20 total. <laughs> it's I mean, amazing. When I left after the 07 season. They had not won a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken, since Super Bowl Four. Like it was like forever, or at the very latest, like the, the early early nineties, early nineties, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you were talking about the loss to the Broncos as the one seed, or the loss to the Lynn Elliott game. You know, when I was there, it was the loss to the Colts in the no punt game. It was the loss of the Colts in Indianapolis, the Larry Johnson no run game. I mean, you, you know, it just it was a nonstop like bed of tears that every playoffs would end you wouldn't even get a win and now you just say like well it's AFC championship game minimum or winning a Super Bowl and I I talked about this last week with you guys I think this Super Bowl is the true validation of a great era that if they had gotten out of this season five-year run and only one ring it would have been a disappointment but you cannot say that it this game itself defined this era. Whatever happens next year, whatever happens beyond, that this era was 
a raging success because you got multiple championships out of it. Are we in a dynasty, D.A.? Because I know people want to debate it. I feel we are. This is a dynasty. This is the 2020s version of those other teams you just mentioned. Hard to say because do we consider the Miami Dolphins of the 70s a dynasty? They had two championships. They went to multiple AFC championship games, but I don't think we say that about them. I think the point is that this five-year run is very dynastic, but it usually takes three rings to qualify, quote-unquote, as a dynasty. That Broncos team, 97-98, not necessarily consider that. That was you know, a shorter time, maybe than five years. But I, the thing is, like, this is so far from over. I mean, it's like this, right, right. It, this door has swung so wide open that it's hard not to imagine the Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl every year, much like the Patriots were for a decade. Which, which people will line up, though, to try to not pick the Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl? Because as you <laughs> mentioned when this started, you, and I hate bringing up Tyreek Hill because it's just one of those things that just we haven't been able to let go as a, as a football nation about him leaving. But winning the Super Bowl without him and showing that they could do it with everybody else, I think it's the worst thing for the NFL because everybody's looking at it and going, oh, God, they can win the Super Bowl with anybody. Yeah, and I think that's the that was the eye opener that it wasn't like Tyreek Hill left the Chiefs and became garbage. He was still great, and so the, the validation for Tyreek Hill having been great, but that the Chiefs found a way to replace greatness with just other players that were not great anywhere else. So that the magic is in Kansas City, um, whoever comes in there, and I I don't know who the next best team is uh, because. I think the Bills have a lot of question marks. I think it's the Bengals. Uh, I think Cincinnati has as good a shot at anybody of saying, hey, we're the second best team in the AFC. I think the Eagles are ready for a big change here. They lose both yep. their coordinators. They'll lose multiple veterans on the, on the defensive free agency. So, I mean, the Chiefs are the one engine that you're just going to count on. But um, I think it's probably the Bengals can feel the best about saying, okay, we, we feel like we're next. Yeah, I think the real problem for the NFL, D.A., as you mentioned, that, that the window's wide open. They had 10 draft picks last year. Uh, nine nine did something, I think, on the field. <laughs> and the 10th one was still on the roster, just never, never was uh, activated. Uh, they have nine picks and probably a few more supplemental picks this upcoming year to supplement what they're doing. Um, that's trouble. And, and Andy Reid is probably going back to work after the parade today on some type of game. He's probably working right now, take lunch break to do the parade, yeah. go back to work. Yeah, he'll, he'll go back to work. Uh, Patrick, Travis, uh, Chris Jones are about as motivated of individuals as I've ever seen. Um, there's there's not going to be a hangover. When I I think one of the, the things you underscore here about how long this window is going to be open is the fact that they can draft a running back, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, in the first round, and they can win a Super Bowl with a different running back from a different draft where Clyde Edwards-Alaire doesn't even play in Isaiah Pacheco. And if you can find your starting running back in the seventh round and you can win a Super Bowl, then you're, you're missing on first-rounders and still getting better. So this front office is amazing at finding those guys. It's not just Mahomes, but Mahomes obviously makes the whole thing go. From coach, general manager, quarterback, coordinators, and Spags did an awesome job of the second half. Uh, I thought he was let down by a number of poor execution moments in the first half. That wasn't a scheme thing. It was execution that this team just is strong everywhere you look.
DA, how bad did Isaiah Pacheco kill the running back market? <laughs> oh, like my you, God. If you're, if you're Saquon Barkley right now, you got to be looking at Isaiah Pacheco and going, Thanks, you bud. just screwed me out of millions, man. <laughs> Every NFL general manager had to been looking at Pacheco going, you know, why would I ever invest in a first or second round running back? I mean, even across the board in the Super Bowl, aside right. from Miles Sanders, all those guys were fifth, sixth, or seventh round draft picks. So it just it, it proves out once again, don't bother wasting uh, a pick, a high pick on that position. Find a high effort, high energy guy. And I love how Pacheco runs. I've loved him all season long. He's just been all energy. He reminds me a lot of Ahmad Bradshaw, who's a seventh-round pick for the Giants, and they Good won comp. two Super Bowls with him. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, if yeah, from a running back position, invest in everything else and wait to get your running back until late in the draft. DA, I've been telling people all over the country that they want to talk about the Chiefs. I said, it's just very easy. Just get a Hall of Fame head coach, a, uh, a all-world <laughs> quarterback, and then, then just uh, just draft the hell out of it. And then – and see where it happens. It's like such an easy it's not form- that hard. It's just such an easy formula. I and I feel so great for Andy. I mean, you know, because in Philadelphia they never truly appreciated him, and of course they lost three consecutive NFC Championship games. They didn't win the big one, but the fact that they ran him out of town and then he lands in Kansas City and they won before Patrick Mahomes, but they couldn't win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. To where he is now, it's like you grind for all that time. You drag a team. He inherited a three and thirteen in Philadelphia, three and thirteen team. To now, it finally pays off. Where you have a generational talent, and you can utilize all the things that you do really well. What a cool redemption for Andy Reid on Sunday, and just in general in Kansas City. You said he inherited a three and thirteen team in Philadelphia. I didn't recall that. He inherited a two and fourteen team here in Kansas yeah. City. So that being said. I said on Monday, Andy Reid is officially now one of the four greatest coaches in NFL history. I got Belichick, I got Andy, I got Shula, I got Walsh on that list. That's my four that's best a, of all a, that's time. That's a Rushmore. That's a Rushmore. Right? We, we like to Rushmore? Rushmore. It's, it's, I know it's not July, DA, but hey, we're going with the Rushmore of the coaches. But after you say three and thirteen, I totally forgot that he took over that Ray Rhodes debacle in Philadelphia, and he turned that around right away. I mean, it's it, he, he turned it around right away, and, and, and he went uh, by from the end two of the decade here to eleven and five, and in the playoffs his first year. And in Philadelphia, he brought them to five NFC Championship games, four in a row. And I know that they had some bad losses in those games, but. Again, you go to four straight NFC Championship games and five straight in Kansas City. This this guy is this guy's had a hell of a career. It's amazing. There's been 57 Super Bowls, and Andy Reid's been to the championship game ten times in those 57. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, and, wow. and two runs where they've been four and five in a row every year. You know, you go to the championship game, you might lose it. You fall back a peg, maybe you try to get back the following year. Yeah. I mean, in a row is so hard. DA, thanks as always for joining us again. I wish you were here today to, to soak it all in. It, it has, it doesn't suck. Let's no, just say no, it doesn't it's great. suck. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I'm it thrilled is, for you guys. Great. I will, I will dust off my old Patrick Sertan senior jersey that uh, <laughs> that I bought when I was in KC uh, for you guys. Wave it proudly. I'm happy for everybody in Kansas City, man. Enjoy the day. All, All right. right. Thanks, DA. That's DA of CBS Sports Radio. Damon Amendolara, 610 Sports Radio alum. Of course, now doing great things at CBS Sports Radio. You can check out his show every day via the Odyssey app, where you can listen to us as well. 
610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Coverage of the parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power. Who'd like to congratulate our boys in red for winning that big game? Score big this spring with huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. We're starting to see a lot more people arrive here at the parade. We probably need to get back to our bingo card of what's going on at the parade because the smell, Josh. <laughs> it's all flavors. It's all flavors. It's all today. flavors. Yes. Next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kick it! Back at it, coverage of the Parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power. Who would like to congratulate our boys in red for winning the big game? You can score big this spring. Huge discounts on John Deere equipment by visiting agpower.com for more. We are live on the Westin deck overlooking Union Station where uh, the Union Station area is really filling in. Yes, People it is. are still milling in the streets, kind of trying to find. We can only see so far up Grand. At this, at this stage, but it looks like, you know, several people deep along Grand as well. Everybody in red, which, as we pointed out earlier, makes it very easy to find the blue porta potties That's exactly right. So that's it's good. the only thing not in red today. So everybody yes. else is in red except for the uh, the people going to the to the bathroom. Right. So that's, uh, that's kind of handy. So uh, we can continue to play a parade bingo as well. Right. 913-586-7610. Uh, you get the free weed card, uh, weed X in the middle. Not the free weed card. Right. It's a totally different no, thing. No, no, you don't need that anymore in Missouri. You're sure. good. You just you walk just in. Get the, uh, you get the X and the bingo so card told. right in the middle yeah. for uh, secondhand smoke. That's right. So, yeah, somebody asked me earlier, is the parade sponsored by Legal Cannabis? And I said, well, I don't know that it's sponsored by Legal Cannabis, but <laughs> there's definitely Legal Cannabis yeah, going there, on today at the parade. There might be some on hand as well. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. So that, that was definitely the free square uh, on your bingo card was the smell of weed. I still enjoy hearing uh, 
From There's Ralph down there giving me the finger. I like you, Ralph. Right back at you, buddy. I heard uh, from, uh, from somebody else today, somebody was taking a pull off of Jack Daniels in an elementary school parking lot in the Northland getting ready to come down to the parade. I think that's my favorite sighting of the day is the, is the folks that are, you know, sucking in the weed and Jack Daniels in the school parking lot. Yeah, that, that's, that goes a long way. I am live. How are way. you? I'm sitting on Dustin Colquitt's lap right now. Or he's sitting. Yeah, it is a parade. <laughs> put, that, put the headset oh, on, Dustin, so some we can hear. You just don't, don't leave some of that best. Did you take uh, a picture, Will? Did you get a good picture? All that right, best yeah. analysis right, get, on the, get, right on the cutting room floor. Watch out. I feel like Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Good. Long What's time up? no see, like three days, I right? Know. It's good to have you back, man. Good? I see you're sporting the old Super Bowl ring. you got to get a new one now, right? I know. When, I don't think they're going to get me a new one. You don't think so? After all the problems. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after, two, after, after two of the Put three. Put the mic up. you got to talk to the microphone. No, this is on the air. This We're live. This is on record. <laughs> We're, we're live right now. Whatever you don't want to say, don't say it now. Uh, whatever you do want to say, go ahead. Yes. No, I'm so happy for them. I mean, I'm happy for Bucker. I think, like, the storyline of the day for me, at least in the kicking world, is that, you know, he comes out, he does miss, he misses a kick. What did you do when he, he missed back. that kick? Did you freak out? I didn't freak out. Because I made my friends rewind. I got to see the laces. I know, right? Yeah, but, and, but it's one of those things where I, he has such great composure, and he came out, and Pat, they, all those guys – Got him down where they needed to be. Made the kick, so he, that's a that's a fitting storytelling ending for him this year is to, to finish off and have like a game winner for the Super Bowl. I think it's great. Yeah, it really is. And you're right, the game winner with eight seconds left. I mean, that was kind of redemption for him. You sure. Know? And then we have uh, you know the other thing on special teams that I looked at is well two things twofold. Something happened on our end and their end where you know we we take a chance making like a mid-season trade, Tony comes in, and it's kind of like, man, what? how is this going to work? Is this going to mess the chemistry up and stuff like that? And he goes out and Spider-Man catches a ball and ends up 65 yards later, you know, punching it, punching it in right there. And so that's, that, was, that was awesome. And then you know, I, was, I was really secretly cheering for uh, Brett Kern, one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet, punted for the Titans for years. Um, and they end up sitting him for the Super Bowl, and I think that was a big difference. That, Ooh, that, that, that punter really struggled. Yep. And uh, – I was really between the Hurts fumble. That was Philly's game plan going out. As they get up early, they grind you down, and it would have been 21-7. They have a fumble there, return for a touchdown. Nick Bolton is the right place, right time, almost twice, which would have been insane, oh, right? Oh, my God, yes. And so then between you know, between that punt, you know, that's a rugby punt by an Aussie that 110% of the time goes to his left, the return guy's right. And he mishits it to the other side of the field, and nobody's over there. So what? Why does it seem like at least he tried to recover and make the tackle? Didn't go very well, but he no, he tried. tried. He did. He tried to get into play, and then he got dusted. He he kept on going, which is which would have been even a bigger storyline because Dave, a part of the broadcast was uh, I don't I don't remember who said it, but Dave had said, you know, there's never been a touchdown in NFL history. And then it almost happened. Yeah, it was the longest return in NFL history in right. the Super Bowl. So why does, like, if you're a disaster at something all year long and you never fix it, it always shows up in the postseason. Sure. Like, the Eagles were a disaster all year with punting. They had issues all year, just like the Chiefs did a couple of years ago at the O-line, reared its ugly head. And then we saw that guy totally just whiff the punt and lead to four, seven points for us. You know? Yeah, and that, that was tough. And, you know, he missed the last, what, six weeks of the season and then to go back in the Super Bowl I remember even the Super Bowl feeling like an out-of-body experience a lot of playoffs do there's just added you know we can we can have a parade in our city if we win these games right Right. 
And so there's there's all this added like anxieties and stuff like that. And now and no matter how prepared you are when you wake up on Super Bowl Sunday, it's different. Yeah. And, and you try to treat it differently. And so, yeah, that was just kind of – it was awesome to – I, I want to say tough to see for the punter for sure, but, like, for us, it's great. Remember when you all played Houston in the playoffs and you were down 24 nothing in that game and you came back and won, right? Yeah. So, Houston had a 21 nothing lead. They settled for a field goal, made a 24 nothing. I thought at that point in time, like, boy, that's a, that's a bad decision. It's an odd move. Odd move. Go for it, yeah. The Eagles did basically the same thing. Instead of going for the jugular, they kicked the field goal, go up six. What was it? A.J. Brown said yesterday, I knew we lost the game right there. Wow. I mean, so when when you don't deliver the knockout blow on this team, they're going to make you pay better than anybody else, man. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, like, games plan change in, like, not at just halftime, sometimes during the game. And when I watched that happen – with when, when Jalen fumbled that ball, very uncorrect characteristic anyway, just because he's known for holding on to the ball. He's known for, you know, K- Kinsler, my 10-year-old, is like, he's a ball hog. I was like, but, yeah, but that's part of their game plan, and they're they're safe with the ball, and they're depending on their defense to make stops and score points and have 70-plus sacks during a season and all those things. And so w- when that happened, I saw our that shift in momentum of – that wasn't our game. That wasn't supposed to happen. How did that happen? And, and their mentality changed, and we took advantage of that weakness. We, we got in there. It was like water at a low point. We got in there, and it never looked the same. Yeah. It didn't look the same from then on out. Dustin Colquitt joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, the offensive line rose to the challenge. They heard about, you said, the 70 sacks that, that became then 78 because of the playoff sack number. Uh, they heard it and responded. Absolutely, and that's fun to watch those guys. Um, when I was in Kansas City, I, I often had the offensive line guys over for game nights and stuff like that. They're very cerebral folks. They're a lot of fun to be around. Um, and the way they take care of business as a unit, I mean, it, it reminded me of those 01, 03, 04, those Brady line years in, in New England. Um, and Joe Tooney was part of them as well. Yeah, the, and, right? I mean, it's <laughs> well, it's, it, it's one of those things acquired, where, yeah. yeah, they've acquired guys that know, like, how to play, how to, how to form a pocket for Patrick Mahomes, right? And then I, I, think, I, I think one of the coolest parts of the game was when we need it the most, and he's probably injured the most, and I, I can't figure out, he keeps on getting these high ankle sprains or dislocated knee things. He keeps on coming back. I love, love the fight in Pat. And, man, for him to scramble down on a defense that is known for wrecking quarterbacks, that was huge. It was great. Almost I, made me I cry. Mean, I mean, that 26-yard run was stupid. <laughs> it was <Like>. unbelievable. <laughs> like, I was like, how much does that hurt every step? But he's still running as fast as he possibly can. I mean, my God, it was unbelievable. You mentioned the O-line. Best position group in football to drink beer, right? Uh, the, Nobody un- drinks beer better. Uh, our game nights were sen- essentially playing game. My, my wife is a huge gamer. Typically, those O-line were dating girls that love playing some or married to. Most of them were married at the time when, I, when I'm talking about. They love game nights. And so like it was board fun. games? Board games. I can't get into board games. Oh, Listen, they're so what, much fun. Why? Because, like, like Mexican drain dominoes, for one thing. You don't have to think a whole lot. Everybody's on the same page, but it ends up being hilarious because by the end of the night, you're like, you're, you're like, that's a lot of numbers and colors, and I can't even <laughs> – but it's the simplest game, and we're making it hard. Right. Uh, uh, but it, it was just fun doing that. And so to see them work in unison and protect Pat like they do, so fun. Yeah. So it, fun to watch. Against, we, what were we thinking? They were going to have five, six sacks, right? Right. Everybody's thinking, like, this is going to be the challenge of the day. Challenge accepted. They so, got it done. So after the offensive line, who's the next best position group to drink with? 
Uh, to what? Drink with, hang Good. out with, party oh, gosh. with. Well, that would, that, that would, you'd have to say the defensive backs, but I, I oh. never, I, I didn't go out a lot. Yeah. Those guys are a lot of fun. I love the, I love like the history that they bring into, to making it in the NFL. I mean, they're very careful for the most part with their money. They love inviting people in and enjoying it as groups. Uh, and I did the same thing. Like I learned a lot of lessons from them, keeping guys that I had around from college and all through the pros. I've fraternity brothers that never missed a playoff game or a you know the Super Bowl game that we played in. They just wouldn't miss those games, whether we were playing home or away. Yeah. And so to keep those people that are important to you close, and they come to parades and they do all that stuff. It's all about family. That's what that's the Midwest feel to it. All right. So you got Domino's. What else? Because my family, my my daughter Delaney, is she here right now? No, she's not here. But she was just up here a minute ago. Loves playing board games. And I'm like, oh my god. I hate it, like Monopoly and Clue and all this stuff goes on for hours and hours right. and hours. So give me something. Yeah, Clu- fun, well, Clue's great. Monopoly's good, but you gotta you gotta be able to like barter. You have a, you have to have a bartering system underneath the normal Monopoly game to make it fun, right? Okay. You gotta you gotta change. You gotta things. add your own rules. Yeah, yeah, you add your own rules a little bit. That makes sense for everybody, though. You can buy out of. Yeah. That just happens. I you can be the bank, but also have another central banking system. You kind of like act like you're Bitcoin. Okay. I'm Bitcoin. I, I really need this street. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing that I'm landing on this awful lot. I might as well own something here. Right. And so that's how we played Monopoly. All right. So you're all about I Monopoly. I learned that from yeah. Benny Sapp. Benny Sapp taught you <laughs> Dude, that. He's huh? the best. See, the defensive back. <laughs> that, yeah. and, that and he would look and point to his ears and goes, do you think these are real? I'm saving my cheese, dog. Good for I him. I love it. Oh, I, love Benny Sapp. <laughs> I love Benny Sapp. I love Benny Sapp. He's kind of like, like Ocho Cinco. He's <laughs> like, I didn't buy any real jewelry. <laughs> you know, I, saw the, I, I saw the interview the other day with Shannon Sharp, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> but what goes to show you, you might have like one or two guys that go, go get excessive and you hear the percentages out there, but a lot of those guys are really smart with their money because they, they know where they came from. They bring people along and, and show them the game as they go. I think it's a, a beautiful thing the NFL is. What's the most like frivolous thing you've ever seen somebody spend money on where you're like, dude? A very expensive tank necklace, Tank Tyler. I remember <laughs> looking at those go like like – you just bought a tank. That's awesome. But you're like, all right. But, hey, that's that's kind of his. He probably waited a long time to make that purchase, and he's probably still wearing it. You hope so. I do. I don't I think he is. I thought he was actually saying a tank. A tank. Yeah, oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, like, 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 somebody bought yeah. a tank? Somebody bought yep. a tank. Yep. <laughs> yep. I buy my share fair of weapons, but that's just, a, that's just in case martial law happens. <laughs> well, I always laugh, and we, this is way off tangent, but I always laugh when you have, when, when you have some of our politicians – Say, like, we have got to ship guns over to Ukraine as fast as possible because if they had guns, there would there's no way that they would be invaded. And they were like, yeah, that's why we've never been invaded. Right. Because we have a lot of guns here. Now, we got to be careful with, with what we're talking about here. But, like, if we love on each other and have guns and, and worry about anybody coming into our country, that's why you have guns. Not for people in your own country. we got <laughs> lo- we got to love on them. Dustin, what's this day like? This is unbelievable. As, I remember, as, as you know, I or do you do, do you remember it? I do remember it. I do remember. You do? It. Okay. And wow. yeah, absolutely. Right. Because I, when I started seeing full cans of beer unopened hurling at my head, I remembered thinking I need to be, I need to have one or two beers, not seven or eight beers. Right. And so I stopped drinking at that point once we started getting close to all this stuff. But what I'm encouraged of is we waited 50 years in between parades the first time. Now we've only waited three and so i mean if you think about it mathematically really next year we should have another one yeah it's what i'm that's what i'm going with here i love seeing all of the different parts of kansas city and chief's kingdom come together from all the different states 
I'd love to see numbers on how many states we have present here today. Well, we got a we got a Washington Commanders fan down here. Look at this. Why see, why are it. you wearing that? I think he wants to see if if uh, if they can get one done. You know, I was impressed with their with their strides a little bit this year. Their offense looked a little bit better. Um, Taylor, right? Heineke, Heineken, something like Taylor that. Heineken? Yeah. Taylor Heineken. Taylor Heineken. Yes. Heineken. I've heard of him. He's a Heineken commercial yeah. now. Um, yeah, I just I, I love this day because it's you know these these coaches. I mean, the players work hard, training staff works hard, equipment staff. Their job's never done. Um, I love uh, some of the new free agents that came in, and the, our draft class was amazing. I, uh, almost everybody contributed. Uh, you know, when we called guys' numbers like Smith Schuster late in that game, he was remarkable. You can see why Tomlin loved him so much in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was able to possess the ball. He wasn't trying to do one-hand catches. He secured everything that came his way. Um, and so I, I think when they were able to alter this, the script, if Philly took something away, we had so many weapons on offense that we could make those changes and and really just cram it down their throats in certain situations. And then, that was fun. Ben Juju with the, the, the upper deck top <laughs> rope tweet yesterday to – uh, to uh, James Bradbury, I'll always hold on to you on this Valentine's Day or whatever. Uh, How awesome was that? Uh, yeah, right? it's tough. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. But you, you know what? That's, you know, they're caught up in a lot of emotions the next, you know, week, two weeks. We can't hold anything they say accountable nope. for the most part as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. And uh, that's sports. Uh, they work hard to be able to have those comments. I've said stuff. I love that, it. Yeah, right? I mean, that's that's the whole deal. Right. We and would be hearing that stuff coming out of Philly fans. Oh, God. Oh, oh, it would be the break. worst. It would be Vomit. absolutely terrible. I Vomit. think Philly's window's closed, though. I don't think they're going to be back in this in this realm. I, they're, they're losing 20 free agents, potentially. They lost both their coordinators. Coordinators. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see. Like, if you're Philly right now and you're inside that locker room, you realize you were this close to something special, and you probably aren't getting back there. Yeah, it's tough. And, you know, I think that, you know, when you when you have lateral moves are one thing, but when you have really good coordinators that are leaving for other clubs to build other franchises, they're going to pull – they're going to pull some of that away from Philly, right? They're pulling that away, and so that 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 is that's net negative for Philly, in my opinion. What Andy's been able to retain here is coaches won for a long time, or guys that have won championships that come here and want to be a part of something special. They see our trajectory still has way upside, yeah, right? We're right. not plateauing anytime soon, except for something like health. We all know that. That's just how that's, that's how things happen. Which I did not like. They said that. Uh, about Andy the other day they said something about except for health you know he's going to keep coaching I'm like we're hoping he stays healthy forever right yeah why are we trying to run him out I, I, I don't understand it I still like people are trying to make Andy Reid retire and I'm like no 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 he needs to do it as long as he can he's a he's kind of a gift for everybody he's he's that work a hard work a long Mormon day and that means work your ass off Right. And that's what this city's built on, and that's what it's all about. And that's why we ha we see so many of these people out here. These people work really, really hard, and they want to come out here and 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 celebrate the accomplishment that we did. This is amazing. You think EB's ever going to get an opportunity? I do. I, I think that it's you know it's it's. I think that's one of the hardest things for uh, OCs or you know quarterback coaches here is to. Andy has a huge say in everything they do, and that's okay. A lot of people have gone on and, you know, Doug Peterson and won championships and turned programs around from literally ashes yeah. in Jacksonville. And so I think that when he does, it's going to be the right opportunity. I believe that, you know, he's waiting for – I think he's very prayerful on decisions and stuff like that. And as much as that people have said no, 
he's kept those doors closed because he appreciates these times with the quarterback coaches that we have, with the with the, the quarterbacks that we have in our room, quite frankly. And just, you know, Clark Hunt stepped out in faith and had Big Red and said, look, I know this is a small market, but we're going to make this the biggest market that you've ever seen. And he's done that. That, that, was a, that was a huge step. And I remember him going through that. I had to sit, me and Dwayne Bowe, and 11, 12, 13 executives had to sit in there and answer to Clark for what happened in between 2009 and 2012. And he said, he didn't tell me what was who, but he said something big is about to come here. Now, I didn't know it meant a big human being right. and a big personality <laughs> right. and one of the best coaches ever in the game. But when was that conversation? When did that conversation take place? It happened uh, Janu- uh, when we came back from Denver. And right before January 6th, was so, that when yeah. they all made all those changes? Yeah. The PLE changes? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember going like, wow. Because you know how that building was. It was, oh, it was awful. I remember yeah. going in thinking like, is this is this, is this room bugged? And Clark's like, well, I think, yeah, this, well, this is my room now. And this is what's going to happen. We have big change. This is, we're going to have a big change in here. Right, because there were big rumors change. that PLE was bugging the place. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to go on Howard Stern to talk about this kind of thing. Um, we'll do a podcast. No, and it's – look, I, I think that that – you know, when, when – you know, I've had things in my life that has helped me change change and, and go, and I think that he's he's done some, some great things now since he's left here. This was a – this city had too much potential for that for that crowd to be in here. Yeah. I think we all know that. Yeah, we all do. So what, what did Clark say to you guys? Like, when you say how to answer – you and Dwayne Bowe and executives, well, what are you answering for? Like, what I had raised a lot of kids here at this time. I still saw myself being in this city. And so I just, from 2009 to 2012, anything you said and did were, was hold, held against you. And so when he came in, he just said, look, this is a clean slate. You're in this room because we want to know your opinion on what's going on. They had a system involved where it was all the coaching staff, then Scott, then then, then it went to Clark. And so that's the only voice he heard from. And so he said, all that's going to be gone. And I was like, okay, wow. And, you know, he said whether the siblings agree with it or not, this is, this is kind of what's going down. And he, man, he, just, he just said, look, we're doing this. We're doing something big. This city deserves more. He saw his father fight for this place. He saw him move from Dallas to the Midwest. He saw the open arms of Kansas City and prepping for his games. I mean, this is this is the SEC of NFL football. You find another place that it's better. Right. I've played everywhere. There's nothing better than tailgating there on Sunday, watching and smelling the smells, watching grills blow up in the parking lot. And I said it last <laughs> yeah. week. Watching Phil, you know, the the miss snap, a blow up grill, and and Philip going like, worst day ever. Right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that was one of the coolest Arrowhead moments and, and what kind of defines our crowd. And and then seeing, like, old clips from John Elway asking in a referee and saying, next time somebody's wild, we're going to throw it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like, we yeah. – what that tells me, though, is we Arrowhead, we th- this this Chiefs kingdom, we started that. They weren't saying that in every other, other place. It wasn't loud. We're loud here. We and do proud. things differently. And proud, and proud yeah. of this. And look at, I mean, look at it starting to already fill in. I mean, people slept here last night, brother. Yeah. People were sleeping in front of Union Station. Yeah, slept. And then one of my favorite things, I don't know where the tree is. It's somewhere down here. But I watched somebody s- kind of sleepwalking across a branch. And everybody down there, as he would get close to slipping off, is like catching. And I'm pretty sure he's having fun. Um, well, you can smell he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can smell he was yeah. from up here. And, uh, and 
ran down there on the buses. We're like, God, just catch him, put a net under there. <laughs> um, but I guess the point is, is like it's fun watching like several generations of these fans. It's only going to make our team better, our city win more championships. Is experiencing this. This caught fire in Foxborough, and starting when Brady took over, and and we saw that push for a long time. We were on the front end of a Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kels, and, and guys that that come in. And the encouraging thing is, we're young. Yeah. A lot of these guys are relatively new, and we have coordinators that are are hungry for more, which is awesome. And you said Kels too. You went with the the real pronunciation, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, when we were when we were hanging out in sweater parties in my basement, I remember he'd say, "He's like, you know, tell you, you tell your neighbors it is Kels," and they're like, "Whatever, Kelsey, okay." <laughs> uh, but it is. It's definitely Kels. Sweater parties. Who wore the best sweater? Oh, I think mine. Mine says Merry Xmas. Uh, Derek Johnson, I think, always had a really good sweater. He always had two two uh, two male reindeers looking at each other with kind of weird eyes. He's like, Derek, what is that? <laughs> Come on, DJ. What's going on here? Is this 2020 already? Not as good as the sweaters we saw some of the shirtless those gentlemen were, wearing. Those were hair morning. sweaters. Yes. Oh. <laughs> These people don't realize we can see them. We've had two people at least with no shirt on and boxers just standing in the window. That is hilarious. Well, I think, too, look, I mean, some of these windows, they're drinking so much up there, they're having to get the, get the fog out of the windows. Yeah, they're all fogging up already. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. I love it. All right, go enjoy the parade, Dustin. I appreciate it, guys. Always a pleasure to be on with you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you as well. Love that you got the uh, 16 on yeah, today. That's looks nice. Good. Got the Lenny Dawson jersey on. Dustin Colquitt joining us here on 610 Sports Radio as we are live at the parade brought to you by Ag Power. We'd like to congratulate our boys in red for winning the big game. Score big this spring with huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. Dub, I want to get the cut from uh, from Danon before we check out of here today. Uh, Danon Hughes dropped by as well, former Chiefs wide receiver and, of course, color analyst on the, uh, the Chiefs radio network about the drive and the hunger. And I've already been asked about it. Well, do you think that they can, this is going to be it? This is the end of their run, and now they're satisfied because they got two? And no. I'm like, I don't think so, this no. This is just the beginning. I think you got Andy Reid, and you got Patrick Mahomes, and you got Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones. They've all got a fire about them. And, yeah, they wanted to get back, and they, they, that group specifically wanted to avenge what happened in Tampa. But Danon compares it to his favorite steak tell people if you've ever had a really really good steak and if you go through times where maybe you can't afford to go to that place often you work and you do something so at some point again you get to go back and have that steak this is what this chief's team has they've had the best steak in town three years they've won two times it was really cooked well and guess what? Like, they're not just going to go vegan. Like, they're not. They're just going to continue to Good, work. Good, because that jackfruit sucks and it's a scam. <laughs> they try to peddle that as pulled pork. They do? Oh, God, yes. See? Oh, it tastes just like pulled pork. No, it, no, doesn't. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Society's yeah. going downhill. Yeah. But I, that's what I feel. I feel like you know, these guys like pulled will. pulled pork? Pulled pork. They pulled will pork. have the fire to, to do so, to stay here um, and make it happen. So I don't think that should be a question for anybody in the Chiefs kingdom. That's the trouble. You've got fire. You've got youth. You've got a coach that's got got drive. You got probably twelve draft picks <laughs> upcoming yeah. in this in this draft. That oh, by the way, happens to be in Kansas City. So they'll you know right and not, like seventy million dollars to spend. Not that not that they won't you know 
prioritize the draft anyway. But, you know, the backdrop is right where we're standing today uh, for the uh, for the draft. Uh, the NFL's in trouble, man. Yeah, they're, they're in big-time trouble because there's if, no if, end in sight to if, this thing, right? If you were – and you've, you've always said, I don't know that, that uh, people will dislike the Chiefs. Get get ready for it. I think that I think that the, the jealousy factor will reign big because there's every reason to be jealous because they got stuff going in the right direction and they got the best quarterback and they yep. got the best coach and uh, and and they're kicking ass in the draft and that's a problem. Well, and I think the the reason why I don't think people are going to hate this team is because Andy Reid isn't Bill Belichick, Patrick Mahomes isn't Tom Brady, and like it or not, if you're a Patriot fan. Those guys were the perfect villain, right? Yeah, they were. The perfect villain. Andy's not a villain. Everybody loves Andy. Patrick Mahomes isn't a villain. And they're not cheating. Andy put on a show last week without even trying for the national people. Oh, yeah. They think he's the funniest man alive. Right. Like he was doing stand-up for everybody last week. Oh, God, yes. Yes. Yeah, he is... He's he's beloved. Yeah, he'd never be in that in that villain category. The jealousy, though, I think jealousy I think is, is different. Is yeah. going to be there. I think fan bases are going to going to have that towards the Chiefs because what what they're doing here in, in Kansas City is pretty doggone amazing. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right about the jealousy factor. But at the end of the day, people are like, yeah, I'm jealous. But I mean, how do you root against Andy Reid? You could easily root against Bill Belichick. He was jerky. Andy Reid's not that way. Andy Reid's lovable. Everybody loves the guy. Patrick Mahomes, the same way. And the other thing, too, and I, I, I briefly mentioned it, the cheating. Those guys were cheating, right? They cheated in that first Super Bowl win, and that kind of set the tone because anytime you bring up that oh, Patriots yeah, dynasty, people I know. Go, they I'll, cheated. I'll hear, the, I'll hear the cheater. They'll get the they cheater cheated. responses, yeah. So everybody falls into that category. And so that's why I think with that franchise, it's different than where we are right now. Those guys were unlikable, and they cheated. These guys are likable and are doing it the right way. It is really starting to pack in here down towards Union Station. We're at the tail end of the parade, and, of course, you can be all along the uh, the parade route. Find your way close and walk your way in. That's my only advice I, I got to you. At this point in time, I, I don't know. I've got to you today. Is uh, Don't expect to park anywhere close, but, but be prepared to walk and come join it today. Uh, the weather, I mean, it's, it's cold. It's overcast. Yep. Uh, but it's a, I don't know, once every few years party. <laughs> uh, let's make this an annual affair, that, shall great. we? And, you know, it used to be once in a lifetime. Now right. it's just once every few the years. The Royals you know, was the once in a lifetime. Then the Chiefs got there, yeah. like, all right. And then they so, got there again. We're like, let's continue. It ain't to do all this. bad. No. Uh, thank you to uh, to Ag Power. Coverage of the parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power. Uh, they congratulate our boys in red for winning the big game. And you can score big this spring with huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. Special thank you as well to Tammy from the Weston. That's right, Tammy from Friend the Weston. Friend of the show, but she helped together. set up everything today. We're on the Weston deck overlooking Union Station. This city wouldn't run without Tammy from the Weston. You can say all you want about others. She's the real mayor she of might, this town. Let me she she might have got a few people to the parade today yeah. as well. So a uh, special thank you to her and the folks here at the, uh, the Weston who have been fantastic. It continues uh, taking you through the parade coverage. It'll be Cody and Gold. They're next. Live right here as well from the uh, the Weston Sports Deck overlooking Union Station on 610 Sports Radio. Kingdom. Welcome to the Red Kingdom. Yeah. Red Kingdom. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.